and Brit. Brad and Brit, the perfect combination of brawn and wit. Politics, sports, and trending shit. Let's tune in to Brad and Brit. It's another Brad and Brit cast. Hi, I'm Brad. He's Brit. Yep. You're you. <laughs> We're glad you're with us. Mm. Whoa, what a list. Whoa, right. what right. a list we weave when we intend to, I don't know, I'm not, I can't remember what that is. <laughs> Here you go. Joe says more guilt, less cowbell. Uh-huh. Um, Nazis, Confederates, today's Nazis, DeSantis putting on a show. Oh, boy. No, Jack Dorsey, you were right to kick Trump off Twitter. Uh, more immigration, less inflation. And uh, Brad says, read my lips, no more runoffs. Oh. Uh, let's do DeSantis. Okay. You asked me. You're sure. You're positive. I'm positive. I mean, if you if you want to, hey, if, if you want to call an audible, though, I'm no, perfectly okay. No, 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 no. No, this, this is fine. Um, and I, uh, I wrote, of course, brilliantly about this this morning when I saw this story. I wrote uh, on my little Facebook page. DeSantis mm-hmm. has made this calculation that, that continuing to run against vaccinations and running as the guy is, I kept my state open no matter what was going on elsewhere. Fuck you, kids. Back in school, restaurants open, tourism, bring it, blah, blah, all, all that. In spite of the fact that Florida did not exactly shine <laughs> statistically in the uh, height of the coronavirus epidemic. It just didn't. But if you say it often enough, I guess it becomes a fact. Next thing you know, you are appointing as your state surgeon general, which, by the way, I swear I didn't know states had that. But apparently many of them do. I don't think we have a state. We don't have a state surgeon general. Right. We have. Yeah, I'm just I don't think it's so. It's not called. That. We got like a medical director, director of yeah. DHHS. We don't. Yeah, we yeah, don't yeah, have. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. You're 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 right. Anyway, so he appoints this guy to be state surgeon general. This complete whack job. I mean, this anti-vax whack job. Harvard doctor. So he thinks that that credential covers the fact that the guy is nuts. All right, and so he's using this guy as kind of his uh, blocking lineman. Uh, in an attempt to let you, you know, hey, I wouldn't be saying this. The the Surgeon General said, blah, blah, blah. "Okay, so now we're up to uh, today, actually yesterday, and DeSantis uh, want you to be sure that uh, the other prominent, possible, now likely, actually announced candidate for the Republican nomination isn't the craziest fuck in Florida on." the coronavirus vaccinations and the rest. I'm going to get to the right of him. I'm going to be crazier. I'm going to let you know about it. And since I'm governor, guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to tell my Supreme Court, because that's how it works apparently in Florida, the governor orders around the Supreme Court, whip up a statewide grand jury 
to, and these are the words that the governor used, to investigate any and all wrongdoing in Florida with respect to COVID-19 vaccines. That's right. That's the one. That's why you get the unapologetic, uh, unironic Fox News headline. Those of you who are watching us live can see. This is not. He hits back at liberal media critics as Florida investigates COVID vaccine. You should put wrongdoing in quotes, but they don't, of course. But that's Brit, that's that how is, they roll. Brit, that is right out of the factory. It this is. is. This is what goes on, and you can't fall for it. You also, can't allow yourself. Not. I'm not talking about you and me. No. I'm talking about America. the idea that Fox frames yeah. bullshit yeah. as what your reaction is to bullshit. Liberal right. meltdown. Liberals go crazy. Right. Liberals, right. And put that. Can you put that back up one yeah. more time so I can? It's see classic. It? Yeah. Dissatisfiers back at liberal media critics as Florida investigates COVID vaccine wrong. That's right. That is that is so. So it's it, like, you may as well have said Trump there. That happened all the time during Trump's administration. Right? So it's like uh, it's like all he's trying to do is just investigate wrongdoing. And why are these crazy ass liberals just so unhinged? Yeah, yeah. What are you afraid of? What are you afraid of? <laughs> also, fine. the other thing that gets me as far as his Harvard lawyer boy, it's funny how they rail against like elites, but then all of a sudden when they need somebody from Harvard or from the <laughs> Ivy League, oh, I got one right here. Hang on. Right. Well, I'm not sure that this guy would could be categorized as that since he's an anti-vax nut. And I don't believe that's the prevailing view of Harvard, no. the Harvard medical establishment. So no. he plucked he plucked the unicorn <laughs> out of the elite <laughs> garden and, 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 and found it. Um, DeSantis says he thinks the grand jury is going to bring, quote, legal accountability for those who committed misconduct. And. The basis for this is a statistical cherry pick um, about how many people died from a heart condition after getting vaccinated. Yeah. And it's complete and utter, total bullshit. Um, For instance, right now, the number of people who die in the United States, and there's still, I guess, a couple hundred people every week who die from COVID-related disease, most of them have been vaccinated. Mm-hmm. Be- and why is that? Well, that's because about two-thirds or more of the country has been vaccinated. And still, if you're old, even if you're vaccinated, if you get COVID, you are still statistically more likely to die than a younger person. But that doesn't mean that because you were vaccinated, that's what caused your death. But that's what they do. And this is just another example of of that. And so they want to play this game now of trying to pit the number of people. Was it myocardial um, infarction? Yeah, uh, that, that in one age group. The number of people who died from that after getting vaccinated um, was a little bit higher than might normally be expected, except, well, here's the problem. The number of people who die from that same disease overall from COVID-related 
issues is still higher yeah. than the number of people. Who, but, but that doesn't matter because uh, so that, that's the because he wants that investigated. We 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 want to investigate that, and we want to we want to investigate. I think he even brings up this whole idea of um, herd immunity. Yeah, herd immunity. That, that that was a legit thing that nobody gave it enough. Remember, that was the great Barrington Declaration, which uh, denounced lockdown policy. See, you can have a rational discussion here in arrears over whether some lockdown policies may have been too severe, too over the top. At any, but it's not about investigating which is really saying what were the motives of people who enacted those policies. And I would submit to you if the motives of the people who enacted those policies, be they governors, be they mayors, uh, be they anyone in a a position, be they school boards, if their goal was really social control and not allowing Americans to have free will and make decisions on their own about going to school or going to work or masks or, or whatever, all this shit would still be in place, mm. wouldn't it? it I mean, would. who needs control of the population for a six-month period? What is that going to do for you? Nothing. Doesn't it doesn't accomplish much, unless unless you believe it gives you a dry run, that total control. Uh, yeah, right. right. And, and, and the funny thing is now, because numbers are spiking, um, particularly in the Northeast and I guess in California, and they're they're talking about mandatory masking indoors in play. And if if the goal was forever social control and telling people what to do, it was a bad plan because now you know that compliance is going to be way worse than it was the first time around. Right, because and, they and, planted yeah, they planted a bunch of this dissent and bullshit. They manufactured right. the stuff. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, I'm not gonna fall for that this time. Yeah, no. I, Mask bullshit. Are you kidding? I'm um, not gonna go there. And you, you and I have talked about this a lot because they, they, they absolutely now, I, I wish somebody would say this. I wish that they would get Governor DeSantis on the record. And go, Do you believe that this vaccine has killed people? Because I don't know if he's actually said those words. Like, well, I believe this COVID vaccine has killed people. Well, first, you'd have to get past his non-answering of, are you vaccinated? And now are you boosted? Because right. he won't answer either of those. Yeah. And his response is, that's a very personal question. So why, why would I have to answer that? So we all know, we, we all know that everyone in a position of authority who says that has been vaccinated. It's just, it's a fact. Right. Because if you weren't vaccinated and you were trying to enact policies or make statements or impanel grand juries because you inherently think that, you know, the vaccine was, was bad. <laughs> you would brag about the fact that you didn't fall for it and you're still walking around. Right. Wouldn't you do that? Well, they capitulated in that, that military defense bill and they made sure that the military is not going to have to get that shot. That's in the, what they just passed. So the, the losers and the people who are the, the idiots, they won that round. Yeah, congratulations on that. Way to I mean, go. 
What other fucking vaccines do you not want these people to get? Yeah. Now, they still have to get the 19 others? Yeah, the yes. 19. Everything else, they got to go right in their body. But this one, oh, this was the cherry on top of the Sunday that was yeah. apparently killing. You, you've talked about this before because uh, a stupid ass that used to be on our show that has his uh, crazy-ass website, he says on without, without any irony or anything that every week uh, COVID-19 is killing people. It's just 100% killing people. Somehow you and I haven't. You mean uh, you mean the vaccinations? The vaccination. It's the the vaccination is one hundred percent killing people. Right. And you and I have talked about this before. And you went, if that was true, wouldn't every ambulance chasing motherfucker with a law degree be just like rounding up people in the the biggest class action lawsuit in the history of the universe? Right. Wouldn't that be the case? Well, then we could go back to back with the. Did you drink water at Camp Lejeune for yeah. thirty years and? Did you get a COVID vaccine and die? If you got a COVID vaccine and died, call this number. Yeah, the COVID vaccine. And I'm and I'm not sure again. No, we'd have to break this down. Is it the Pfizer version? Is it the Moderna version? Right. Is it the J and J? Now I'm not sure who's killing more. Is Moderna right. killing a little more well, than it's so stupid? You gotta have your facts. So fucking dumb. It's ridiculous. You, you gotta have your facts. Meanwhile, oh, this stupid technology, which is apparently killing people, is being used right now as we speak to possibly cure cancer. But never mind that. That doesn't count. That doesn't matter. Well, Britt, the plot is is obviously perfect because which company? Which company is now it's Moderna again, alleging that they're gonna help with a vaccine against, I guess it's skin cancer. Is that yeah, right? Yeah, skin cancer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Are we supposed to believe that? Huh? Yeah. Well, you know what? I'll tell you. I'm going to go to Florida right now, buy myself some Class A baby oil, slap it on, yeah. and lay on that beach. Give me Come some on, iodine. Son. I'm going to dot my skin with iodine and fuck you. Yeah. 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 I mean, in, in any other universe, and this is happening a little bit, the guy who invented, the guy who founded BioNTech, that Turkish immigrant to Germany, he would be celebrated as like you know one of the great heroes of our day in any other universe this guy would be lifted up he would be feted everywhere flowers thrown his way but no in this in this place in this wild ass place we live in now he's he's a he's a villain yeah well i mean let's let's just for for one more second here and then we'll we'll move on um we're exactly three years Three years almost to, to the day or week before coronavirus became part of our world. In December of 2019, not too many people, it, it, it just wasn't a big deal, right? I guess it was already starting to, to cook over there in, in, uh, in China, but, but not much was going on. And then we kind of forget that those first six months, this was just a fact. No vaccine has ever been developed quicker than four years. Correct. Most of them take around 10. That's correct. And and that was just the way it was. So what did we get? Well, we got Dr. Fauci lying to us about masks back and forth. Which is it? We need to bring him in front of the Congress soon. Um, can we so can we pa- I mean we, we we really have to pause there because this prosecute Fauci thing this is a giant hard on that Elon Musk has now 
and he's really trying to r- ramp it up over the past few days. And they're the Republicans. We're going to investigate the fuck out of Fauci. We're going to bring him up. We're going to lynch him by his toenail. I mean, this is getting ridiculous, I, isn't it? I, I got it. I got an A. I just thought that's why you're saying we're going to call him Torque Muska. <laughs> Torque Muska. Out of Torque Muska, because he obviously is the chief decider and the uh, world's chief prosecutor on who has done wrong and needs to be held accountable for what he's doing. Nice, nice job there. Nice Thank job. You. All right. So, so that first six months or so, yeah. and I can't, I don't even remember what the, what the exact date was when it was actually announced that we were just months away from being able to administer the vaccine, which would be early 21. Right. I think, I think December and January, maybe the medical professionals started getting it. Yeah. Yeah. Right around then. Yeah, yeah. Um, and at at that point, I don't recall. I could be wrong. I I I don't recall the uh, still newly elected governor of Florida and still big fan of Donald Trump, Ron DeSantis, saying we don't need that shit down here in Florida. I don't recall him saying that. Well, yeah. It only it only became a thing when he thought there was a some kind of political mileage that would help him um, outdo the craziness of Trump, yeah. who, by the way, did has set a standard which will never, ever be eclipsed in that he always wanted credit for Operation Warp Speed. Without him, there's no possibility that we'd have a vaccine and no other president would have urgently wanted to develop a vaccine except for donald trump but then when that vaccine came out he became america's leading skeptic and number one guy in questioning what he wanted credit for that he wanted to deny it was and by the way has anything really changed since then uh no no not in in terms of mindsets yeah. No, no. I mean, like DeSantis has ramped up the crazy, if that's what you mean, and because he had. Well, let me, what, why doesn't DeSantis go all the way and blame Donald Trump for the development of the vaccine? <laughs> it's coming. Which he I'll, says is killing people. That, that's coming. Uh, when they, uh, John the Catholic reminds us that it was after the election they announced that there was a vaccine because Trump accused the deep state of delaying it to hurt him before the election. Right? They didn't announce it until after the election. Uh, which he won, by the way, I would just remind everyone that he won that 2020 election. He never lost it. Donald Trump has never lost an election. Not that I know of. Not that I know of. <laughs> and that's, they, they, uh, they hurt him personally. And then I think sometime in January, before he left office, uh, asshole himself actually took the vaccine. Donald Trump actually yeah. took the vaccine and then he wouldn't tell anybody, right? There was no pictures or anything. Right, but then he, then he fessed up to it. Yes. And... And then, uh, you know, uh, DeSantis has has played coy all the way through. Yeah. Um, under the guise of privacy, and it's none of your business. Of course, it's your business. Of course, it's my business. See what are happened you- was. Oh, and- by the way, DeSantis, are you vaccinated against rabies? I can't say that. That's a yeah. very personal thing. I'm not asking you the size of your penis. I'm just asking you if you took a shot that millions upon millions of us thought was a great idea. Oh, you're asking? I did, and it's huge. (laughs) See, that, again, when when you're running against Trump, you got, oh, I got the biggest cock ever. What are you talking about? So, so big. All right. Uh, Story number two here. Uh, Britt, I'm going to play a 
play a trick on you here and, and ask you to start remembering things, many of which I will not have remembered. But today, I'll try, is the 10th anniversary of the mass shooting at Sandy Hook Elementary School okay. in Connecticut. Okay. And uh, in my opinion, in my opinion, that was uh, yours and my best day ever on the radio, either in Charlotte or on 101.1, where we had programs together for I don't know, 15 years, a long time we were on together. I thought that yeah. was our, our finest day on the worst day ever. And uh, t- tell me if, I, if I've got this right. Yeah. And I, I did check the time um, uh, breakout. This shooting happened at about 9, 30, 10 o'clock in the morning. Correct. Okay? And so you know, it, it quickly became you know, the thing. Yeah. We came on at three in the afternoon and between noon and three was Rush Limbaugh. And if I remember correctly, Rush Limbaugh completely ignored talking about that story. He stuck with his usual political blather bullshit insulting of you know, whatever he does. He did not go there. He would not go there. He was. Uh, it was dismissive. It was like the left is going to use this to blah blah blah. Right. That was. Right. And and I think the only correction I would give you at this point is I think we came on early and people bitched about it. I think the audience, the Rush Limbaugh audience, okay. bitched it's about. It's actually it. even worse than what. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because uh, the the uh, the the management there said this is untenable that you have this idiot talking about. Yes. Um, <laughs> You know, women's livers and 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 all the other shit that that he that he would be talking about. So we come on the air, and uh, we had a producer at that time, and he still works at WBT. His name is Charles Jenkin. And if there was an award, oh Jesus, for for kick ass hustle, oh, that one guy. guy, holy shit, doing more in in one afternoon with you know one foot here, one foot there, his oh. arm here, his head here, and his other arm here to uh, gather for us the best lineup of, of guests on the fly to talk about this, including uh, people from WCBS news radio in New York and politics. And, and it was, it was sad. It was difficult. It went yeah. by quickly. It was a horrible, horrible, horrible day. And it's been exactly 10 years. And I bring it up because the president today, today, as uh, Fox might say, has decided to use it to his advantage. But that's not. That's good. You got got it. The president said today, Wednesday, as we speak, that the U.S., quote, should have societal guilt for the slow pace of action on restricting access to firearms as he marks the 10th anniversary of the Sandy Hook Elementary School shootings. Uh, To remind you, it was 20 students and six educators Biden using the anniversary this day to renew his call for a ban on assault style weapons. There's no such thing as an assault weapon. Is there? It doesn't exist. It's not. Once again, folks, they have made it up. There is no such thing as rape and there is no such thing as an assault weapon. We should have, we should have societal guilt for taking too long to deal with this problem. Said Biden, we have a moral obligation to pass and enforce laws that can prevent these things from happening again. We owe it to the courageous young survivors and to the families who lost part of their soul 10 years ago to turn their pain 
into purpose. This is President Joe Biden. This is why he is President Joe Biden and not loser Joe Biden from the election of 2020 in November. This is the reason that he won, because he is the empathetic guy. He understands. And if anybody dares criticize him today, and they will, and they will <laughs> for for using this anniversary for his political agenda of gun grabbing or whatever bullshit they're going to say. Shame on them. Shame on them, because when you think about it at that moment and for the few weeks and months after that, you heard a million times, a million different ways. If this doesn't move the yeah. needle towards America facing up yes. to what we if, are. If five and six-year-olds being riddled with bullets that's and not laying enough, in a pile. <laughs> it's never going to happen. It's true. If, if a guy who uh, clearly had mental illness and should not have been able to get his hand on that kind of a weapon, if this does not do it, and then we, didn't, we, we let 10 years go by, as you point out, Without really doing anything about it. So, yes, Joe Biden calls us out. And, you know, they, they hate that word guilt on Fox. Oh. In MAGA America, they oh. hate that word guilt. They, they, all they talk about it as being liberal guilt or white people guilt. They just they can't acknowledge it. What, what, it just what, doesn't what exist. The, hang on. What, what's the answer? I'm not guilty at all. We don't feel any guilt at it's all. True. It's true. For what happened. Because we didn't do it. It wasn't our fault. The school wasn't locked well hey, enough. I didn't enslave any black people. Uh, my mom didn't would have just had a gun. You know, all my God, all, all that shit. Absolutely. And then uh, the, the great thing is, like, with each succeeding, like, there's been, you know, there's been many, many times where schools have been shot up and young children have, i think in uvalde texas earlier this year for example they had to they they had to get like dna samples from parents because there was just bodies and flesh and blood and they couldn't identify the children and still we as and, and those children those kids and, and those uh those parents they have been silenced if they wanted any kind of reform when it comes to a maniac getting their their hands on a uh, semi-automatic weapon so, yeah, that it's happened time and time again. It happened at Sandy Hook. It happened uh, down in Florida at Parkland when the kids were a little bit older. Now, those kids are a problem because the ones that survived, they could actually speak to the media and talk. Those guys, should. Th that's a shut-the-fuck-up situation for the right, for sure. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, we don't do much in the way of uh, anniversaries or, or things like that here on the Brad and Britcast, but I thought today – yeah. was a reason to do this because the president has uh, pointed it out, I think, uh, fully appropriately and exactly in the way a president, and in this case, a politician should. You can't let this day go by no. and, and not say a word about it. It, it would be – that would be even worse. That That would be even worse. That would That's almost be – as bad as when you point out that Donald Trump, for the last two years of his presidency, never, ever mentioned the name once of that guy who's still over yeah. in Russia. Yeah. He never said a word about it. I'm glad I'm glad you mentioned uh, the, the I'm glad you, and you mentioned Charles Jenkins. There's really God. What a what a fucking producer. Just unbelievable, and he happens to be a, a great human being too. So I'm glad you mentioned all that. We got to reconnect with him um, back ago. in earlier this year. Fantastic guy. Yeah. And now, 
course, he he finally got in your face and said what he really thought of you. But well, I, I was, I had, when I pulled when I pulled you guys apart, everything <laughs> it was okay. Nobody nobody pressed charges. <clears throat> All right. Uh, how about uh, Brad says? Read my lips. No more runoff. Yeah, I do want to hear what you have to say about this. This is interesting. Uh, and and Brad is not me. It's Brad Raffsenberger, the Georgia Secretary of State, and he has no power to make this happen. He's just saying what really needs to be said. Uh, he called on the legislature in the state of Georgia to get rid of these stupid fucking runoffs. And, and he's a Republican. He said they stress that conducting a runoff puts on counties and voters at that time of year is part of his reasoning because it comes in the middle of the holidays. Hey, whatever reason you want to bring, that's fine with me. It puts significant pressure on election officials who need to focus on certifying and auditing the actual election results. And of course, Georgia is one of the only states that uh, always seems to have these runoffs. Is this peculiar runoff system a product of the post-segregationist election laws, which yes. lawmakers in Georgia later admitted were intended to suppress emerging black political power? Yes, 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 yes. Yes, yes. So uh, full credit goes to Brad Raffsenberg because he's a Republican and he's calling out the white establishment in Georgia to figuratively call off the runoff dogs like that. Um, now, he doesn't have a direct role in the process there. And, you know, well, obviously, the the answer is it's whoever gets the most votes. OK, yeah. it shouldn't have to be 50 percent plus, you know, one. Uh, that's just ridiculous. We don't we don't do that in in, in any other situation we just don't do it exactly and they they did that because it was a way to make sure that basically white people would always have the advantage always have the advantage um you just go to the plurality system most votes wins next thing you know if it happens in georgia we might do it in the rest of the united states for a presidential election like the person with the most votes wins oh there'll never be another republican president if that happened we must keep the electoral college and that's where that's where this argument always ends up right that's exactly right they need it they they need the electoral college to win elections because in seven of the last eight presidential elections the democrat has won but thank god george w bush and donald w trump were the beneficiaries <laughs> of the electoral college which gave them the white house without winning the most votes and the rest of the world looks at us and goes, "What the fuck? Yeah. What is you? What are you doing? Isn't that like the most people that, that that want something? Isn't that democracy? Yeah, but we do it so special. Yeah, yeah. But uh, uh, the, yeah, we 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 need the people of Wyoming to have forty <laughs> times yes the electoral clout as people in California. That's, that's what they always do. That and this is something that you'll see all the time from like your Republican buddies on Facebook. They'll show you the map of America and they'll show you all that red. This is the red, and it's like, well. Nobody lives here in Wyoming or Montana or the Dakotas or, you know, they, they, all the land doesn't vote, motherfucker, you know, and you try to point it out to those people. But again, facts don't matter. Right. Well, like the last couple of days, you know, there have been 
a, a lot of storms out out west, big snowstorms, big you know flood the, the, the whole thing. And uh, you don't see this all that often on national newscasts and major cable, you know, CNN. They usually don't cover that much weather out west. That right. If there's a snowstorm coming for the, you know, New York, Boston walk, it's always top news, right? Mm-hmm. And so they're covering the bad weather out west that is, that is moving this way. And Well, you know, if you're driving from Laramie to uh, uh uh, Rapid City, you better get off of I eighty. But I'm going. I, I don't mean to be insulting to the folks out of the Mountain Time Zone, but there's about twelve people out there that might be doing that. And it suddenly occurred to me, yeah, it does kind of make more sense to cover weather events in you know in in the in the Midwest, you know, Chicago, Atlanta, you know. And that's not fair. I understand that's not fair. I just found it amusing. I that's the audience. Amusing. I mean, it's yeah. it's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, the yeah. only the only breaking news I'll give you, and you're probably seeing it blow up on your phone, is that the Fed did raise rates by half a percentage point, fifty basis points. Uh, I can't go for that. It. No can do. No. Can. <laughs> <laughs> the Dow and you, uh, the Dow Jones immediately reacted. I think they were down four hundred S and P down about fifty points, and now everybody's trying to figure out what it means. So we don't we don't know exactly what it means. They got a good. Uh, inflation report for November, right? It, it, it's kind of pared down a little bit. It was better than they thought. Right. Um, I think retail sales have been pretty strong so far. I think they broke records for the, the Black Friday, Thanksgiving weekend and all that shit. But, you know, there are still a number Brit, of economists who think we're in for a recession next Brit, year. Donald Trump's political future is dead. Inflation <laughs> is dead. I, wish I was dead. I was dead. <laughs> Do you honestly, though, do you have any take on whether we're going to have uh, honest to God, full blown, no kidding recession? I, I think you know, I think we're going to have a, a, an economic downturn that will not fit the traditional definition of what we thought was a recession in the past. A recession in the past meant mass unemployment, yeah. lots of people losing their jobs. Yeah. That's not happening. And I don't think it's going to happen. Uh, the only way it would happen is if the Federal Reserve really did make a huge, massive mistake and said, for instance, and we don't know. I mean, we're 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 just minutes after the yeah, uh, nothing's been said yet. I don't think if they said, well, we don't fucking care about you know, the price of just about everything that you buy, gasoline. That, that's all going. <laughs> we don't believe it yet, and until we can break, until we can break this problem with. <laughs> Uh, unemployment being too low, therefore too few people chasing too many jobs. Yeah. And that drives up wages. We got to break the way. The only way we're going to, is we're going to raise interest rates to the moon. Fuck all you. Unless that happens, I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, we could get what you're talking pretty about. Well and, and, and things really have come down. Uh, by the way, my, my uh, number one inflation measure uh, anecdotal are you ready it's yeah. the price of bacon at costco okay Uh-oh. because they sell bacon in the four pack right yeah yeah and uh for a long time for forever it was 14.99 is this their brand this is not yeah, a name it's brand. their brand it's their brand okay yeah Fit, the pig doesn't know who's cutting it up you know no no oscar it wants to be please when you kill me make me into oscar meyer bacon right. Right. It'll be $14.99 and $15.99. And 
Yeah, six months ago, it had gone up to twenty-one, twenty-two ninety-nine. All right. Mm-hmm. Last time I was there a week ago, it was back down to seventeen ninety-nine. To me, hey, that's it. Inflation's over. It's because Costco doesn't fuck with prices to their advantage to fuck over people. That's why people love Costco. And uh, if the price of the input of the bacon is down, they pass it on. They don't. They don't mess with you. They don't try to make an extra penny or an extra dollar right. at your expense because they want to be the low price right. provider on on those kind of commodities. So that's my that's my theory. I'm going there today. Okay. If it's below seventeen, if it's back to sixteen ninety nine, Katie bar the door, back up the truck. Inflation's over. <laughs> buy stocks again if you if you pulled out and you think well, you're now- a timer. Okay. What people are freaking out about is eggs. Eggs apparently is like really- well, eggs. Uh, eggs. That's not an inflation. That is a, a disease thing. Ah, as, as you know. Oh, I think it's Joe Biden's you fault. That, You're covering like, this disease that's killed off um, a lot of the chicken. I mean, that's what happened there. So you add that in with general yeah. food price, and that that's how you got a, uh, you know, a you know a twelve pack of eggs going from a uh, dollar to four dollars overnight. I mean, it was amazing. That yeah, thing that, was, that you that, just, that was not obviously that wasn't in, just inflation. But that thing that you just described about us not having a traditional kind of thing that we would associate with recession without like you know a lot of unemployment, that sounds like you can recover pretty quick from this. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And, and the the headline of uh, Facebook or uh, any of the tech companies laying off people that's not recession kind of layoffs stuff. no okay <laughs> no. It, it just isn't because the total number of layoffs in the tech industry right now i believe is a hundred and twenty thousand. that's nothing yeah. and by the way most of those people are going to be able to, to to move around and and get other kinds of jobs they're highly skilled they'll be able to do fine well part of that is what zuckerberg putting on the goggles and thinking that that's awesome yeah but and even that what they only did like 10 or twelve thousand. it's just not and then that it's, big uh, a number. it's yeah. fuck it's uh elon musk uh again swinging his dick around and firing a lot of people right that, that's happening yeah and then <laughs> other uh, and then there's like some other stuff but the i guess the crypto industry <laughs> is kind of hurting right now Right. All the people that were with FTX and some of the people with some of the other companies that. That's, but that's going, not an industry. <laughs> crypto is not an industry. It's fake. And by the way, crypto is not an investment. It's See, that's not. where that's it's where not. everybody got off. Correct. Off to, to think, well, what should I invest in? Should I invest in stock of Pfizer? Should yeah. I buy some U.S. Treasury? Should I right. buy some corporate bonds or should I buy crypto? They're all equal. They're all the same. No, they're not. No, they're not. No, they not. they never were. And uh, it's a it's a hard lesson that uh, I believe I saw the number with FTX. They have a million creditors. I know. And that sounds to me like that must be about a million people. Well, because it can't be. You know, there aren't there aren't enough companies or commercial entities that were associated with them that, that they would be an individual creditor when you get to a million you know nine hundred and ninety thousand of those or more are people well but some of those and you saw some of those creditors are some of the biggest names out there that you would think should know better they have like allegedly smart people running them but this is just the this is just the the uh the, the total number this is the cume yeah. As they like to say. The cube. Yeah. <laughs> that's radio terminology, yeah. everybody. It's the total. That's the, <laughs> that's the total. So, um, yeah. 
it doesn't uh, it, you know, it, it's impossible to predict the future that's pretty hard nobody nobody thought last year at this time a year you know here we are a year later that what's happened what you can't do it you can't do it now the, the most annoying conventional wisdom that I hear is the first half is going to be blank and then the second half of the year is going to be better or the first half you're going to be good nobody knows that it doesn't get to june 30th and mr economy said well that's it it's uh it's halfway through time to go into the t- it doesn't work that way that's and funny they, they talk about that as if that's just a just a fact it's just the way it works that's funny it, it is it's the, the, do the uh do the jack dorsey story or do the nazi and confederate story and we'll call it a day all right well you know what we'll hold the uh the the jack dorsey twitter story i mean real quick you may have seen he's yeah. he's not a hundred percent sure that the trump being banned was the right thing but he does say look at the fucking time we worked with the information that we had and we did what we had to do so the headline says Jack Jack Dorsey expressed regrets. He doesn't express regrets. He's just saying fucking a. The guy planned a a, a coup. Yeah. And we knocked him off of Twitter. That yeah. wasn't such a bad decision after all. <laughs> On further review. Yeah. Yeah. But but they have to headline it as he has regrets. No, he doesn't have regrets. regrets. He, no, I I have regrets. I wish I would have let him stay on no. in order to regather the troops. Uh, I think for that a, uh, at eight o'clock the next morning. I think that the the uh, Twitter files, which have blown the lid off of uh, liberal uh, bullshit in this country, uh, the the Twitter files showed that he was on a boat or something, and he literally phoned it in, and they were like, "Hey, we think we should do this," and he was kind of like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, it's fine." I think it was it was kind of that. It was, I think that's Good. that's what they're saying. That's fine. Because it, by the way, if it was the other way, he was on a boat, and somebody said, "Should we ban?" Nah, then he hung up the phone, <laughs> and Trump stayed on there. Say the same thing. Maybe yeah. Some, sometimes. You can overthink things. You didn't overthink that one. No, there was nothing to overthink, was there? No, that's it's, it's an automatic reaction. That's that's uh, it. I don't think there was the the uh, First Amendment survived Donald Trump being tossed off of Twitter somehow. Somehow, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, as far as uh, Nazis in the news today, it's not about Kanye West or Nick Fuentes or or, or any of those people. Yeah, uh, I bring it up because I've uh, uh, read a piece today. It is a column by a guy named Lev Golinkin, uh, who's written a book. It's his memoir called "A Backpack, a Bear, and Eight Crates of Vodka." I don't know what that's about, but doesn't matter. They gave him the column space in the New York Times, so we'll go with it. Um, we have a lot of universities in this country that have fessed up because of their relationship to slavery, they've been honest about it. I think Yale has, Harvard has. But we've got a Nazi problem right now currently in the United States, and his column is about the fact that a lot of American institutions benefited from the knowledge, from the work of high-profile pro- former Nazis. Um, in particular, of course, Werner von Braun, who we did not execute. We didn't put him on trial at Nuremberg and have him taken out. Uh, he came over to the United States. He met with United States presidents. He's considered to be a math wizard. He helped get us to the moon. 
he's a hero. Uh, and there are a couple examples of this. Uh, and I wanted to make sure, do you, do you have any Krupp uh, appliances, like coffee makers or coffee grinders? No, I don't have any of that. <laughs> my, my coffee maker comes from this company called Black & Decker, sir. Okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> but, you're, but you're familiar with the brand you've seen. Yeah, I've, yeah, I've seen. Well, it. fortunately, it's spelled K-R-U-P. Right. And the Krupp family out of uh, Germany is a different family than the other Krupp family. Alfred Krupp, an industrial baron, guy who was convicted of war crimes right. and crimes against humanity at Nuremberg. He uh, and his family helped build Auschwitz. Okay. And Harvard accepted some of his money. Oh, no. After the war. Okay. Uh, by the way, his sentence was commuted in 1951 and he was released from prison. So they did not execute him. But the point here is that, and I'm thinking this, this is not in the, the guy's column. I'm thinking, well, right now, while we're trying to make sure that Nazism doesn't become normalized in this country because of an ex president. And celebrities and people like that suddenly say, you know, that's not such a bad thing. You know, Hitler, <laughs> Hitler built highways or as Kanye West lied about. He invented the microphone, which he, he did. Yeah, he invented the microphone. Matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. But if we're going to have some consistency here, you might want to take the names of Nazis off of buildings and people like that. Uh, I guess down in Huntsville, Alabama, that's where they build the rockets. I think yeah. a lot of the rockets. He he's big down there at the University of Alabama. You know they've got space camp down there. Uh, there is a Werner von Braun scholarship. Oh, the von Braun Civic Center yeah. in uh, Huntsville. Von Braun yeah. Center Performing yeah. Arts Venue. Yeah, that's in Huntsville. Yeah, it there is. There you go. Yeah. Well, I personally drive a Volkswagen, and I don't think there's anything that's bad uh, that's been associated with that particular brand over the years. So, well, again, <laughs> you, I think I think we've kind of gotten through that. I hope, but, but to explicitly name yeah, your Bob car, Bob. you know the um, uh, the Hitler mobile. If you call it the Hitler mobile, yeah, yeah, that's what yeah, the Hitler mobile, or. The uh, Rudolf Hess mobile, that would be a bit much. <laughs> the Jews are evil mobile. You wouldn't want yeah. that on your car. That would, that be, would be, be And it's, I know this is going nowhere. I know nothing's going to change. But boy, we sure decided within a short amount of time to wipe out the names of Confederate uh, generals and people who contributed to the attempted overthrow of the Union in the uh, 1860s mm -hmm. when statues were erected to them afterwards. Cause we thought, you know what? That's just wrong. We shouldn't do that. And uh, these people were just as much, I think on the wrong side of history, many of them as the Confederates. But in the case of Werner von Braun, Hey, fuck, we came over. He came over here. We, we hired his ass and we, we picked at his brain and he, and he helped us. He helped us. Um, it's, in other words, history is just not a simple A, B, C kind of thing. There are a lot of a lot of diversions along the road. I just think it's worth mentioning and 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 thinking about. And particularly if places you know, places like Harvard, you go, well, shouldn't they know better? 
you would think. What, what, what if they do know better? 